Coming down off the mountain with them, he stood on a plain surrounded by disciples and was soon joined by a huge congregation from all over Judea and Jerusalem, even from the seaside towns of Tyre and Sidon. They had, they had come both to hear him and to be cured of their ailments. Those disturbed by evil spirits were healed. Everyone was trying to touch him, so much energy surging from him. So many people healed. Then he spoke, you're blessed when you've lost it all. God's kingdom is there for the finding. You're blessed when you're ravenously hungry. Then you are ready for the messianic meal. You're blessed when the tears flow freely. Joy comes with the morning. Count yourself blessed every time someone cuts you down or throws you out. Every time someone smears or blackens your name to discredit me. What it means is the truth is that the truth is too close for comfort and that that person is uncomfortable. You can be glad when this happens. Skip like a lamb if you like. For even though they don't like it, I do and all heaven applauds and know that the, that you are good in good company. My preachers and my and witnesses have always been treated like this. But it, it, it's trouble ahead if you think you've made have it made what you have is all you'll ever get and it's trouble ahead if you satisfied satisfied with yourself yourself will not satisfy for long and it's trouble ahead if you think life's all fun and games there's suffering to be met and you're going to meet it there's trouble ahead when you live only for the approval of others saying what flatters them doing what indulges them Popularity contests are not truth true contests. Look how many scoundrel preachers you were approved by your ancestors. Your task is task is to be true, not popular. Mia, yeah, super, thank you. So Mia was reading from the uh, message translation. Um, so slightly different language, but still uh, God's word to us uh, uh, that Howard now is going, Howard's going to talk to us about in a moment. But before before we give the microphone uh, to, to, to Howard, as it were, then um, we're going to just ask a, uh, we're going to have a few minutes catching up, I suppose, on on how things are going, what you're up to, where you are even, uh, and um, uh, uh, what you'll be doing this time tomorrow. So, so Howard, where are you? I'm in in, um, in the front bedroom at the moment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't understand the question. Why, uh, the, so so um, um, we know you're not with us now, uh, and we know you've gone somewhere else. Where are you? <laughs> yes, of course. For those of you who don't know, we we live in an area of Stoke-on-Trent called um, Cobridge. And, uh, and what's Cobridge like? Well, it's a wonderful place to live. Actually, we we really really enjoy and love living here and um we uh hold on a minute let me go back there we are i can see you all now um uh, we we moved here as i said about 2009 so we've been here over 10 years it's quite a um quite quite a long time to be in one place but um it's um it's a poor area and and um it's a very diverse area, but it's a it's a place that's full of excitement and and, and it's a it's a wonderful place to live. We we really enjoy it. We're Super. glad. To be here. And and um, 
you're uh, a Baptist minister, but, but but what are you up to now? What's your what's your kind of uh, areas of ministry? What, what are you doing? Well, um, uh, Iona and me and uh, Rich and Catherine Wakefield and their kids, we, we make up a little tiny micro community uh, in in the area called Urban Expression Cobridge. And um, I think uh, if when anyone asks, well, what's Urban Expression for? We say, really, what we are here to be is a blessing to our community. That's that. That would be our kind of um, how we'd sum it up in, in a simple way. We're, we're here to be God's blessing um, or part of God's blessing to our local community. And we do that really. It's all about making relationships with people and just getting to know people. Um, and trying to do what we can to to be the blessing of God to in their lives. Super. Um, and so, a um, couple more questions, if I could. Um, what kind of things then are you? Are you uh, what sort of practical things are you uh, in, involved with? Um, that that uh, yeah, that, that you might be doing tomorrow or a t- on on a typical Monday if it wasn't for a lockdown and, and all those sort of things. Oh yes. Well, we we um, uh, last year was it last year or the year before we we uh, opened up a, a community hub called the Angel. Um, basically, we we noticed that all the community spaces in Cobridge were shutting down, and so we um, <coughs> we thought, well, this isn't any good. So um, we uh, got a bit of funding together, and we started a small. Um, community interest company and um we we rent a small shop we got a we got a grant from the council and we to, to sort of kit it out and we we run that as a community pub where a place where people can get training we do um language courses you know um, english is a second language um yeah. and, uh, we we do things like community meals there coffee mornings and um and soup lunches and, and things like that and, and just just ways to bring people together and um, enable people who are often al- are lonely or, or living on their own and, and or just want to connect with other people or learn things together to, to come together. Now obviously lockdown has meant that we've had to shut that down so quite, a, quite an amount of what we've been able to do has, has shut down with it but um, we um well I'll, I'll be talking about this later but but you know it's it developed a little kind of what a sort of angel community around around the, the people who come to various stuff and we've um so uh, last week or the week before we um we decided well maybe it would be good to cheer everyone up because um, everyone needs a bit of cheering up in these uh, dismal days don't they so um uh, we I'd made a whole load of loaves and uh, scones and we bought some cream and jam and put them in little pots and took them in, in bags around just, just to sort of deliver them to people and say, have a green tea on us. And <laughs> um, it, was, it was just a, it, it had an amazing effect. Uh, people, people were so blessed and so overwhelmed and said, wow, this, this is just such a lovely thing to, to do. And, and, um, I think I think it's good to sort of 
give people cheer and encouragement and uh, things like that. Um, and uh, I, as well, I own a sort of uh, got a whole load of seeds and, and, and little books about growing things. We took these, we run a toddler group. So we, we took them around to our toddler parents to have something to do with their little children, um, growing things and, and discovering about nature together. So, you know, there's just some of the things that, that we try to do to be a blessing to our area. Sounds lovely. Um, and um, before we ask, before we give you the microphone, what what's, what can we pray for you uh, and Iona and, and Kat? It's lovely to see Kat and the, the children. Lovely to see you and uh, Hope Rich as well. What, what can we be praying for you? I think um, if you could just pray, I, I think with everybody, as uh, it, just emotional energy to, to keep going. It, this uh, the coronavirus and the lockdown, it, it it's sort of there's a kind of cramping, isn't there, that, that, mm. that come about, and and uh, because you're so restricted, I mean, I I'm I have to be very careful about how I go out because I I take an immunosuppressant drug, so I've got to be kind of super careful. So yeah. um, we've got to be taking lockdown ever so seriously, and and it can kind of squeeze you in a bit. Mm. So I. It, you can, if you want to pray anything, just just for encouragement and the ability to sort of keep going and, and to um, keep connected with with God and with each other and, and with the people around us, that that would be great. Thank Super. you. Okay, well let's let's just pray now and uh, and then over to you for for some thoughts on this passage from God's Word. Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you for the um, just for the joy to connect up with uh, with your people from you know across the ages. And I just thought of what a foretaste for heaven is going to be brilliant to see those who have been you know journeying with us. Um, and um, so thank you for that. Firstly, second, Father, I want to ask you for as Howard said uh, that emotional energy. And as we've sung about your love and how how we can trust and build our lives on that how we can live lives characterized by that. Lord, I thank you for a glimpse of what you're doing through uh, Howard Iona, and Captain Rich uh, in Cobridge and pray that you would undertake for that to grow, that the seeds of love that are being sown would, would mature uh, and that people would see you through them um, and, and know that they are loved by you, uh, our Heavenly Father, creator of the universe. Uh, and um, so, Lord, uh, in these strange times, you 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 kind of understand them. Um, and and, it, and it, thank you this morning for reminding me uh, of your love and how all sufficient that is, Lord. For, for whatever it is, Lord, we trust you and ask for your grace and mercy uh, on 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 Howard and the community there, uh, and Lord, um, uh, on us as well. And, and Lord, again, we we pray. Uh, for your grace uh, to be upon us as we listen uh, to Howard ex- exploring your word. Uh, may your spirit touch us uh, where we need to be touched. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, um, okay. Here we go. Well, it, it is really uh, a wonderful joy to see you all again and to have the privilege to be with you and, and talk through this wonderful passage in, in the gospel. And as I said, it is a kind of weird time we're living through, isn't it? Um, 
with lockdown and anxiety and social distancing and endless Zoom meetings, which are really tiring, aren't they? And liters of hand gel and even Zoom church as well. And I think it's such a wise idea you've had to use the time to get together as a church, really spend time with Jesus. I always like a title for a talk. So today's title, can you see it, is, is blessed. Blessed. Because God's nature and his mission is love. And his heart's desire is to bless. And primarily, that blessing was and is Jesus. So in the story today, we saw how Jesus, first of all, prayed. That was a good move, wasn't it? And then he chose his 12 special disciples who take his message into the well. And then he goes down to the plain and he ministers to people who are poor and sick and struggling with demons. And he blessed them with his presence, and his power. And then he preached. You can't see it. Hold on a minute. Uh, Okay, so we've lost Howard. Uh, John, um, I think his internet may have dropped out whilst he's trying to share his screen there. Okay. Let's just give him a couple of minutes. We can all go and get our bread and wine ready, can't we? <laughs> I'm sorry, I pressed the wrong button. Turn the computer off. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, panicked and pressed uh, the off button. Right. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll come and sit next to you. Okay. I'll, I'll bring the iPad. <laughs> we'll be all right. You want me a minute? Morning, Iona. Hiya. Lovely to see you. And you. There you go. Have you got the... The thing on. Okay, we've lost your sound. Right, just say that. Okay. We can hear you now. Great. You can hear me. All right then. That's great. And how would you should Sorry be able to now share your PowerPoint from there if you want to? I've just given you that permission. It's on. It's on the other computer. See if we can start it. Up. I'll, I'll. I'll chat away. And uh, I, the trouble is, I panicked, folks, and pressed the off button by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden, the whole thing went dead. Marvelous. <laughs> Never put me in charge of technology. That's the, that's the primary rule. <laughs> okay. Anyway, 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 his first word, Jesus' first word was blessed. You are blessed when? And, of course, we know these, as the, uh, these things as the Beatitudes. Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate, exclude, insult and reject you because great is your reward in heaven. Now, I read that and I think, oh, isn't that wonderful? Isn't Jesus lovely? 
he says, blessed are the poor, blessed are you in need, and blessed are, and, and I think that's marvellous, isn't it? He's standing up for the poor and the mar- marginalised. But then I read on in that passage, and he goes on to these woes. Woe to you who are rich, for you've already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you. And I've got to admit, I really struggled with this because uh, it it sounds like Jesus is being rather mean. And um, it brings up all kinds of, I think, fears that I think a lot of people have. um, That God is mean. That that, uh, actually what God is after is, is taking the joy out of our lives and saying, you know, woe to you if you got enough. Woe to you if you if you had a meal today. You know, woe to you if you're not if you're not starving in in the gutter. And um, I I just don't believe that that is Jesus's heart. That's not what he is really fundamentally like. He said, "I came that people might have life and life in all its fullness." So we have to uh, uh, kind of work out what he's really talking about here and what he is talking about is the upside down kingdom he said the kingdom of god is something that turns the world as we know it upside down or as he should say the right way up and I, I kind of did my own little riff on this, uh, this, this passage. And so let me just read it to you. I imagine Jesus in, nowadays saying something like this. Listen, everybody. The world is divided into haves and have nots, winners and losers, insiders and outsiders. And for one group, everything's set up for their benefit. But for the others, for the vast majority, the game is rigged so that they will always lose. These people are always on the outside, looking in at the party that the, uh, from, from outside the gates. Now, the insider group con- controls religion, too, so that they always come out on top. According to them, God has blessed them. And that's why they're in charge. And, and well, what about the people outside? Well, he either tolerates them or curses them. And so it shall ever be. <clears throat> that's what the world is like. And this is the reality of this world. Aha, my goodness, it's coming up. So go to the upside down kingdom bit, darling. There, the divided world, that's it. There we are. Fantastic. We're there. This is uh, Jesus is saying this divided world. And and all those things I've just been saying, that's not God's reality. That's not what things look like when God is in charge. And Jesus looked out at the large crowd and he says, no, I'm looking out at this large crowd. And I can see that most of you actually today here are actually in the poor category. Like me. Most of you are in the in the outsider group, aren't you? And your life is full of hardship and difficulty. And you are poor and hungry and weeping 
and excluded and your lives are an uphill struggle and you need healing and hope. And I am here to tell you today that God is on your side. The kingdom belongs to you. God is here for you. You have access to his help and his strength. And what about that that other group, the people who have it all? Well, sadly, most of the time, because they have it all, they don't feel any real need for God. But trust me, the day is coming when this world's reality will be stripped away and they will discover that what they think they have is actually nothing. The kingdom of God is all about turning the world as we know it upside down, or as I prefer to see it, the right way up. And I have come to bring the kingdom of God right here, right now. I think that that is what Jesus is really trying to say in this passage, don't you? (coughs) Now, Jesus mentioned four ways in which people are divided up. And the first one is that they're divided financially. There we are. Let's have a look. Financially, there's the rich and the poor. And then the next way is they're divided emotionally. Uh, Physically, I mean, the hungry and those who have everything that they need. Then divided emotionally, those who are grieving and those whose life is one long party. And finally, people are divided socially, those who are approved of and listened to and those who are silenced and despised. And folks, it's still the same nowadays, isn't it? We still live in a divided world. Our world today is still divided financially. And those divisions get wider and wider and more obscene all the time. There are just over 2,000 billionaires in the world and they owe more than four. They own more. I just unmuted it. The 4.6 million people who make up 60% of the planet's population. The top 1% holds over $25 trillion in wealth, which exceeds the wealth of the bottom 80%. And the current thinking is that these guys are the ones who are blessed. But God says, no. God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. And what sorrow rates you who are rich, for you have your only happiness now. And physically... There we are. That's it. Next one. Physically, the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization has estimated that about 815 million people out of the seven and a half billion on the world, one in 10 were suffering from chronic undernourishment in 2016. But Jesus says, God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. Now, I've got to admit, I really struggle with that because. It just isn't happening. But nonetheless, this is the agenda of God's kingdom. And emotionally, too, let's have the next one. Emotionally, we assume that these happy people are blessed. But God says, no. God blesses you who are weeping now for in due time. You will laugh. You will. And socially, It's amazing, isn't it, how antisocial social media can be, isn't it? The hatred and the vitriol that people unleash 
from behind the safety of their keyboards can be truly horrendous. And we assume that it's blessed to be the people who are getting all the likes. But Jesus says, no, what blessings await you when people hate you for a great reward awaits you in heaven. <clears throat> now, Jesus came, next one, to bring the upside down kingdom, the blessing of God. And while we trust that one day in heaven, things will finally get sorted out, I'm absolutely sure that his message isn't, well, folks, just hang on and wait for heaven. Because, guys, this is God's agenda now, isn't it? The poor blessed, the hungry fed, the sad encouraged, the hated affirmed. And how does God want this blessing to come into the world? He wants it to come through us. We are the agents of his blessing. Now, Jesus didn't mention this in the first century. But if he'd been speaking today, I think he would have mentioned, next one here, darling, the fifth great divide. Because the world today is deeply divided, next one, racially. And we've become aware, haven't we, as a world of it, especially just recently by seeing a black citizen in the United States being calmly, mercilessly and deliberately murdered by a policeman. But it isn't new. This isn't new stuff that's happening. This divide is centuries old and it was deliberately created and is sustained by the people in the group who hold the power. And it's uh, white people who are the fortunate ones in this world who have a massive unearned advantage that by and large, those of us who are white are blissfully unaware of. And I would think I think Jesus would say, no, blessed are you, people of colour, for you will have justice because your lives really do matter to God. Now, all that stuff is going on right now, isn't it? right now in the world we live in. And I think that this is one way, let's go to the next one, that we can be the blessing. We can be a blessing to our world, be the blessing of God. I think it's absolutely great that, um, <clears throat> I, I think maybe it's because we've seen it happening on our TV screens, that uh, white people too have picked up on this theme of racial injustice and said this has to change and we have to add our support and our solidarity it cannot be the struggle of people of color only we have to get in on this too that's entirely good and it's entirely good i think that um, in sometimes the church is part of the problem but the church needs to be part of the solution god knows the bible has been hijacked and twisted enough over the years by people who've have misused it to try and justify injustice. I just hope this doesn't blow over like a news cycle. You know how news cycles come and go, don't they? I hope this one doesn't just come and go and we move on to the next thing. We need to be involved in this stuff. I know that I know that I am blessed in every way in the world that we live in a white, heterosexual, able-bodied male in a first-century world, uh, a country with money and education. 
And I'm blessed, too, by being married to an amazing woman who can rescue my PowerPoints and <laughs> look after things. But through her, I've received an education in these issues that many people don't get. But I still know. Next one. Uh, next slide, darling. That I need to do some work. I need to work on this. I need to work on myself. I need to do my own learning, not to just coast. So I'm reading a couple of books, and, and I would like to recommend them to you. This book, White Fragility and Me in White Supremacy, it's, it's, it's really important that we do the work, get our heads around some of this stuff, especially uh, um, those of us who are white. We need to understand the currency that it gives us, because without it, we can't be the blessing that we need to be in the world that we really do live in today. I think this is one way to work out and be beatitude type of people. Let's look at something else that's really affecting the world today. <laughs> Pretty obvious, isn't it? It's COVID-19, the coronavirus. And we are, can't be unaware that there are people all around of us and us in need of financial support, of food support, emotional support, moral support. And, you know, it's, it's easy to think, well, what other people, what people who aren't us need that? But maybe, actually, it's some of us. Maybe you're that person. Hit the button, darling. Maybe you're that person in need of financial support, food, emotional support, moral support. I want you to hear again the words of Jesus to you, to hear him saying, take heart, my loved one. I know this is horrible, but believe me, you are blessed. I'm with you. I'm for you. I will help you. I'm on your side. But Jesus also wants us, next one, to be the blessing. And that's why I was talking. So I, I put some pictures here. <laughs> you see that great big lo uh, lump of dough that was that worked out into about 30 little loaves that, that we took around to, to bring to people. And there's those uh, scones and little packages of, of cream tea. Just a very simple way to say to people, you're loved, you're noticed, you're blessed. And we want to be a blessing to you. I can't tell you how encouraged, I mean, it was a few years ago I heard about it now, to hear about your Sunday Out initiative that Alton Baptist Church does. I thought, wow, that is fantastic. Wow, I wish I'd thought of that. Take courage, people. Take courage, Alton. Be encouraged and take heart. As you do this stuff, as you try to be a blessing to your neighbours and to your community, you are indeed being the gospel in people's lives. And that's what we've been trying to do too. Let's have the next slide too. Here's, here's these little packets of seeds and we put some little 10 pound hourly vouchers in with them. And you can see people have responded, said, thank you so much. What a lovely gift. We're over the moon. We can't wait for things to grow. And there's these little kiddies who come along to our kiddies group, just planting seeds and growing things. This is being the blessing in people's lives. So we can say with Jesus, if you're down or low or struggling, take heart. You are blessed too. 
And basically, that's all I wanted to say today, that Jesus, when he preached, he said, I've come to bring the blessing of God to you, to turn the world upside down or the right way up, to bring the upside down kingdom and people of God. We are here to join with him and to be the blessing in people's lives. Can I get an amen? Thumbs up if you do. Amen. Let's say this prayer together, shall we? Lord Jesus, you came to turn the world the right way up. So many people in our world are poor and hungry and in need, grieving, depressed and alone, subject to structural injustice, sidelined, ignored and voiceless. We recognize the advantages and the privileges we have been given. Instead of being defensive or guilty, help us to use them for others. Help us to be humble. Help us to grow and change and to change our world with you. Amen. Amen. And you know, Jesus came to identify with those who are down and out. He wasn't born in a palace, he was born in a stable. He didn't live as one of the rich, he lived as one of the poor. And when he died, he totally and utterly identified with those who are broken and those who are despised, those who are shamed, those who lose everything. And that's why on the night before he was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it and he said, listen, use this as a, as a, as a way to remember who I am and what I'm all about, because this is my body and it's broken for you. So why don't you take your piece of bread now where you are and just break it. And remember that Jesus was broken for us. His body was broken apart, nailed to a cross that he he could make us whole, that he could bring that blessing into the world. Now let's take our piece of bread. If you're sitting in your family group, share it with each other and say, thank you, Jesus. You were broken for me. Hmm. Amen. And then, as we know, he took a cup of wine. It was called the cup of blessing. And he said, now, guys, tomorrow my blood is going to be spilled. I'm going to shed my life's blood for you. I want you to take this now 
and drink it. And remember that my blood was shed for you. And it's shed to seal a covenant between you and me and God. A covenant of blessing. So whenever you take this wine, drink it now. And I I want you to take it and remember that my blood was shed for you because I love you. And I want you to be whole and healed and forgiven and cleansed and one with God. So let's take our cups now, shall we? And let's give thanks and take the wine. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name.